episode 72. It is October 18th, 2023. Let us be the first to wish you and yours a national, happy national chocolate cupcake day. How about that? There wasn't very good options for today, by the way. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a cupcake guy. I'm not, You're not a cupcake guy. I'm also not like a chocolate cake or cupcake guy. I guess I would eat a cupcake, but I'd rather have vanilla. Isn't a cupcake... Do you like regular cake? I don't like chocolate cake. Okay, so it's not the cupcake you're... Yeah. So if it was National Cupcake Day, you'd be all right? Probably, yeah. Hey, you know what the gun, the, the, the goat is? The goat? Uh, yeah, it, uh, your mom's sugar cookies. Well, yeah, uh, those. And she made some uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cupcakes for my son's birthday. Those were baller. Mm, mm. Uh, nothing bunt cakes. Yeah, those are good. Dude. <laughs> Is that a cup? No, I guess that's a bunt cake. My wife gets those say. a lot. Yeah. Dude, those are absolutely 100% baller status, goat status. Uh, Thursday is Kentucky Day. Sorry about your loss, Kentucky. And I don't know why it's in October when the Kentucky Derby's in May. It doesn't make any sense. But maybe whiskey. I don't know. It's getting cold. People making... Uh, Bourbon. Making, yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. Look look at us. Niners and Bills fans showing up. Cowboys get a big win on Monday night against one of the worst defenses in the league. And neither of those two jabronis are here to run their mouths about it. Um, but you know who did? Micah Parsons still running his mouth, dude. I can't stand that, dude. Oh, no. They better beat the Eagles or he's going to look like. Oh, dude. Okay. Let's get, let's, let's jump and then we'll get it. We'll cover all the bases. Dude, he, he's on his podcast again, playing video games and he's talking about everybody's throwing us in the dump. And why don't y'all keep that same energy with the Eagles and the 49ers whenever they lose a game? It's like, dude, first of all, you got blown out by 32 and you're still running your mouth. Like you, the Eagles, yes, you could talk trash about them, but you had your chance to play the Niners and you got blown out. So enough of that, dude. Like, you also lost to the Cardinals with a backup quarterback. <laughs> dude, I mean... The, the, at best, I say the only win the Cardinals have all season. They're one and five. One of one, two, three, four, five. Five. <laughs> But he just he won't and he's y'all gotta keep my quarterback's name out of your mouth. All this stuff. Quit bashing Dak. It's like, dude, y'all ran your mouths, got got pummeled, and you you can't stop. Like you just yes, you you have put that targets on your back because you went and told everybody before the season you were the Super Bowl team and you haven't tapped into your potential as a team. And then your owner's out there running around telling everybody that this is the year. This is a year, and then you all lose, and then you get mad because people jump on you because you lost. <laughs> like, stop it, dude. Come on the show, though. Come on the right. show. If you want to be America's team, then you got to deal with what's bad about America, and that's keyboard warriors. You can't say it's this, it's our year every year, and then not expect people to completely dunk on you when you lose by 40 on a Sunday night, and the starters are out by the third quarter or the fourth quarter. It's very similar to Dylan saying that it's the Vikings year and Dylan just has been uber quiet all year. He's been MIA. I mean, he 
he's all he's trying to do now is sabotage the committee uh, and his and his shenanigans uh, with the with all of his uh, teams he's trying to throw in there, dude. Like he's he's just he's he's like Paul Feinbaum. That's all, that's what he's doing. No, you know what he is? He's Mark May. Dylon's Mark May, and we're Lou Holtz together. Without the lisp. <laughs> oh, geez. We're trying to win the Millie. Did we win the Millie Monday night on DraftKings? No, nah, I didn't play it. Dude, Not Monday. I, uh, I, was, I was up Millie. there. I was up there. I didn't do Showdown Millie, but I, I jump in the smaller, like, you know, small contest. Um, I was up there, and then Brandon Cook scored, and then Everett scored. And we'll get into that though. But well, I uh, thought my lineup was going to be cooking with Palmer, but then yeah. every single catch that he had, there was a flag. I mean, he mm. first catch was a touchdown flag. Then he had like two or three more big game catches. Parham, Parham, Palmer. No, and Parham, he caught a tutty too. Got called back. Yeah, but I was I'm talking about the receiver. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying like you got. You got bodied on multiple yeah, on multiple yeah. fronts. Yeah. So we didn't we didn't win the Millie, but we, hey, guess what? Another shot tomorrow. Hey, we're another back. shot tomorrow. Let's go. So we play DraftKings. We build lineups on DraftKings. We have a contest. I got to get that out on Twitter so people can join. Uh, join it. It's in the uh, it's in the description down there. Hop up in there. Let's go. Uh, we got Thursday night football tomorrow. It's Jacksonville and the Saints. We're going to preview that. We're going to review the money. Oh, there he is. Finally. We already talked about Cowboys. We don't want to hear it. Um, <laughs> Butch B just showed in. Hoodie up. Keenan Allen. That's a tribute to Keenan Allen. Butch B with the come over up front. Oh, geez. He's got there. more. How do you... If the Cowboys win, you have to drink that. <laughs> yes. Hey, Cowboys win. I'll drink it. How about Ooh. that? I don't Cowboys win the Super Bowl. Ooh, I'll drink that. You shave your head you while I shave my head. head. While I shave my head. Yeah. <laughs> He's got another glass bottle of Pepsi or Coke or something. It's probably Dr Pepper. But yeah, we got Saints. Do you have one for every team. Because <laughs> if no, you the, do, then just the teams that matter. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna review a little bit more in detail about the uh, Dallas uh, Chargers game. Shout out to Quickreet, the concrete company. We tagged them in a post about how they sponsored. Uh, kudos to their marketing team because they sponsored uh, the Braves with their yellow patch on their left sleeve, and it was solely because Ronald Acuna wears all yellow highlighter yellow stuff when he's playing baseball. So. They they liked the post when we tagged them in it. So shout out Quick Read. Come on the show. Sponsor the show. We'll come out with like some concrete sidewalk chalk plays or something. There's a segment for you. Circus Chat. Take your group chats live, baby. Go to the uh, Apple store. Download Circus Chat. Boom. You can take your group chats live. People can watch you joke and talk trash about a game or whatever event you're doing. Uh, so download the app. Search for Millie Goats. We're the top one. Let's keep it rolling. Hall of Fame bets. Going to be putting out some information about that on parlays, on player data. I mean, if Trevor Lawrence is out, you can look at you can look at stats that say what does so and so do when Trevor Lawrence is out. Um, that's an awesome app. Promo code Milligos gets you one percent off your first month. It's 
basically like going to Costco for all your stats and relevant information. Uh, National Chocolate Cupcake Day. Here we go. Cupcakes can be traced back to 1796 when a recipe notation of a cake to be baked in a small cup was written in American cookery by Amelia Simmons. The earliest known documentation of the term cupcake was in 1828, boys, almost 200 years ago. That's Mm. the last time the Dallas Cowboys got to the conference championship. In 75 receipts for pastry. (laughs) In in sweet, sweet meat? Wait a minute. Let me read that again. The term cupcake, it was in 1828 in 75 receipts for pastry cakes and sweet meats. And now that's, we might have to do a live on air reading of sweet, sweet <laughs> in Eliza Leslie's receipts cookbook. Bakers initially baked their cupcakes in heavy pottery cups. Here's the different names for cupcakes. Fairy cakes. <laughs> Better get another cream between up. <laughs> Patty cakes. Patty cakes and cupcakes, which is different from cupcakes, which is one word. Hey, fairy cakes is the new. There is no way I'm not called it fairy cakes for the rest from here on out, dude. I'll tell you that. Butch, Javi said he's not a cupcake dude. Are you? Not a chocolate cupcake guy. Not a. Sorry, I keep throwing that in there. No. Why? Butch is not a sweets guy. Jim. No, I'm a cookie monster. Like a... <laughs> okay. All right. Fact, I don't think I've ever seen Butch eat a sweet before. That's true. And I've known you for like 30 years. Jeez. Hey, how about this? Is a donut just an inverted cupcake? <laughs> no. Donut's <laughs> not cake. Uh, well, they can be. They can make cake donuts. They can make cake donuts. I'm just saying. Um, Mm. Anyways. All right. On the show, water cooler debate, Monday night football review, football buffet, DFS express hype train Thursday and Sunday. We're going to look at those campus Four college football tour. The, the, the committee has convened. The committee has come up with another, um, what's it called? A playoff bracket. Our, our way, we're way ahead of the college football playoff committee. How dare you use other relevant sports news, inner squad, Dak Kings Jamboree, uh, the water maker. You can see it in the ticker. Oh, I didn't even put it on there. Did I? Oh, I didn't add it back. Sorry. I'll do it now. Dang, dude. Saboteur. I updated it. With the there we go. Um, stop stealing our t-shirt designs. Go buy the big third down hot, uh, hat. Unblock us college, uh, Reddit college football. You cowards. Okay. We're about to get in the water cooler debate. Is that thing queued up? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Oh my God, you're an idiot. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, Texas isn't here to be our... T- oh. Water cooler debate. Texas is not here to be the technological uh, savant. So I'm going to have to try to share this uh, PowerPoint slide. Oh, hopefully no. I don't get, yeah, hopefully I don't get booted. If I do, I'll come back in at a later time. So <laughs> I always get nervous whenever I do this. I did clean up the face. So I bought some more, bought some more storage. So I'm feeling good about, about not getting booted here. So I think that cleaned up a lot of things. Um, so I'm going to pull this thing up right here. 
Butch P, did you see the Micah Parsons nonsense? No. He's a coward. All right. Am I, am I still there? I'm still here. Here we You're go. Still here. This is good podcasting. Me talking about how I hope I don't get booted. Here we go. Water cooler debate. We're going to put it up right there. First, we got to uh, go over some other results. We got a polls update. Episode 70. What was the goat thing you would spend your lottery money winnings on? Dylon with 57% of the votes wins because he said he would build a golf course. And second was Butch P with his mobile casino. I don't even think that's what you said, but I listened back and I heard something about a casino. And then Tex and myself tied. I had the recording studio mega yacht and Tex had the non-fire fest island. Uh, <laughs> J-Bye, since Dylon's not here, what do you think of his golf course idea? What's your thoughts? What would you do? I love it. I love the golf. I love I love how everybody's was intermingled. Yes, you can really tell who we are and what we're about. <laughs> I love, you I like love the, like the, the quote that people say where it's like, um, you might not know that I won the billion dollars, but there would be signs. And I feel like that's kind of mm. how I would live. Yes. Yeah, I I don't, I mean, yeah, it's fun there to say was, all that stuff, but I don't There's a story, do. so... My brother-in-law, he was friends with this guy um, in college, like really good friends with this guy in college. And this guy in college, he mined Bitcoins. So he had all these Bitcoins that he had mined. And, you know, over time, when he started it in 2009, obviously they weren't worth anything, but over time they got to be worth a lot of money. He also ended up stealing 50,000 bitcoins from this like weird pirate website. And, um, you know, in the past year or two years, he ended up getting arrested for it because it was worth $3 billion. But he, <laughs> they, he, was just, he was just sending me articles on it. I can send it to you. But um, that guy, he stayed in Athens, uh, lived in Athens, but he also had a house on the lake. But like, he would go to the bar and just buy shots for everybody in the bar. And he would, you know, he's probably, he said, I probably spent over a million dollars in downtown Athens, like partying and stuff. But it's like, I feel like that's the type of stuff that I would probably end up doing and not just like buy an island, although that would be really cool. But I'd probably just go about my regular day, but just do things like that. Like Dude, a Keanu you, Reeves type of thing. I always wondered about how people even figured out how to, do that like hey let me just i'm just gonna go mining for bitcoin i'll have to send you the article it's pretty intense and like my brother-in-law was like he's gone to like the guy would buy boxes at georgia games like my brother-in-law had been to the boxes like he obviously had nothing to do with that stuff but um it's just interesting like he took a private jet to the uh, rose bowl when the bulldogs played in the rose bowl when they played oklahoma in the rose bowl a couple of years he took a private jet he took like 10 friends with him. He gave each friend $10,000 to spend on Rodeo Drive. Like all this stuff was in the article. But um, that was pretty intense. You can do a movie on this guy. Yeah. Yeah. They they call him a, an original Bitcoin or a Bitcoin original gangster because he was like one of the first few people that were in the Bitcoin atmosphere and 
uh, help build the codes and everything. Dude, that's fascinating. None of that makes sense to me. I I remember talking to somebody about that, um, that mine Bitcoin. And I'm like, so basically what it boils down to is you're buying virtual real estate of these blockchains. And it's endless, essentially, because there's no limitation to it. So I don't know. Yes, uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about it, but Me it's pretty, pretty insane. Crypto goats, dude. That's us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, back to football and sports. That was a cool story, though. Uh, other polls we did. I did a poll that I said, what's the swaggiest piece of equipment on a football uniform that's above the shoulders? What do you think won? Well, it's got to be the visor. Landslide above the shoulders, though it's kind of cowboy collar, chain, the braids, the mullet. Oh, it's pretty good. Yeah, eye black. Any any flow out of the back of the helmet's good. That's what I'm saying. Like, I thought that one was going to give it a run for its money, but the visor took it. Then I did another one dark visor, swaggy, like the the Damian Thomason dark visor. The orange, uh, the orange like mirrored visor, mm-hmm. the blue mirrored visor that Josh Allen wears sometimes during practice. Yep. Oh, there goes Butch. Um, and then I did another one for football atmosphere. I was like, "What gives you the most gooseies as a football atmosphere?" And I put NFL Sundays, college Saturdays, or high school Fridays. What do you think won that one? College. Big time. High school got blown out of the water. I was shocked by that. Well, I think it's hard to be up for like a high school football game as an adult because you're watching like kids play. True. But yeah. as a high schooler, for sure, high for high school football. I think if you played high school football, you have the understanding like it never like. It doesn't get more totally, fun than high school football. That's a you're, totally different. You're playing with your friends. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was shocked by that. We're gonna we keep doing those polls, dude. I I love I love doing those. Okay, dude, just you and me here. Goat, look at us. Here's look at us. Who would have thought? Um, here's the water cooler debate segment for this, and you get to go first because Dylan won. So you you two usually you two usually uh, flip back and forth. Um, the goat thing. You can count on in football. It's pretty open ended. So, what's one thing in football, whether you're watching or you're playing, that you can count on? Adversity. Mm. What are you, coach? <laughs> coach speak, dude. I was going to say, coach saying adversity. Is that what you meant to say? <laughs> well, there's going to be some point in the game, whether you're a player or fan, that there's going to be an adversity. So you can count on that happening throughout the game. Mm. And that's how your, t- your team or yourself overcomes it, determines if you or your team wins the game. Here's what I was going to say. This is the first thing that popped into my mind. The down marker. <laughs> but, you, but that's wrong sometimes. <laughs> but you count on it. Literally, that's all you do is count on it. <laughs> yeah. Or the snap count. <laughs> yeah. I went well, like way literal with it. Um, 
I was I you, thought we you, were gonna get you have you have that age group of kids though. Everything's literal. <laughs> like what can you count on in a football game? The down marker, <laughs> the game clock, and the score holding. <laughs> holding on every play, dude. <laughs> oh, the other thing you count on in a football game is one call that gets made that ruins the game or that could ruin the game. You can always count on that every I time. Think, I honestly think like I do, like I write down, like, you know, you take notes during the game so we can talk about it. And I feel like there's always one point in the game where it's like, that's the play that changed the game. And sometimes yeah. it's right. And sometimes it's wrong. Like it doesn't affect the game. They made a whole show out of that on NFL network. Didn't they? The turning point. Like, Yeah. So the other thing you can count on in football is Mike McCarthy not knowing how to end a half of football that's advantageous to his team. Or App State. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else you can count on in a football game? There's probably a lot that we You know what you can count on is App State selling out their home games. Ooh! Somehow, still. That's that's the most... I think the fans have now taken it upon themselves, though. They're like, okay... It's no longer about the football team. This is about us proving that we're the best fans in the Sun Belt. It's some of the best fans in the country. Yeah, I think it goes beyond Sun Belt at this point. Yeah, so I bet. I don't want to put a I don't want to put a number on it, but I bet it's a high percentage, a very high percentage of Power Five schools that wouldn't sell out on a Tuesday. Mm. I would agree with that. Um. But yeah, I, th- I think I think they've just, and that's again, that's why we get so mad at App State. It's like, look at these people, man. Tuesday night, forty thousand in the stadium, and we can't put up, we can't put on for our city. We can't Young Jeezy that thing, or was that Young Jeezy? I'm not sure. I don't remember. Anyway, so the goat things you can count on in football is adversity, or a coach saying adversity, and the down marker we'll have to get texts and uh butch p's answer off the air anything else you can count on in football you can count on me not answering my phone if the niners lose in the playoffs <laughs> timeouts <laughs> timeouts not if you're mike mccarthy um <laughs> all right um i think we could stop sharing the screen for now what do you think let's do it and let's let's hit our let's let's hit our theme music. You know what I could do? You're so cool. And on our show, you're gonna rule. Football, we love you. Dude, we're working on something. We're working on something. We're cooking in the lab. Sound like James Brown. (laughs) (laughs) We're working on something for that. We're trying to get a video put together for that song so we can release something really special. I know we might need one for the whole song and then one for the segment. Mm, True. Okay. um, I think I figured out a way to not have to go back and forth between sharing the screen and all that stuff. I can just remove it from the broadcast. I think Mm -hmm. think that's the key. So I don't have to keep doing that and run the risk of getting booted. Okay. 
Monday night football. This happened a couple of days ago. We were watching Dallas goes on the road and beats the Chargers 20 to 17. The over under did not hit, but Dallas did cover the spread on the road. So takeaways from this game. Jay takeaways from the game. The Chargers defense is just terrible. So bad. I also I can't decide if Herbert's good or if he's, he's talented. Not <laughs> like he's there every game, and it's just like he doesn't do anything to win the game. Yeah, he he. So here's here's what he has. This is this is he's since he came in the league. Or his first fifty-four games, he's twenty-seven and twenty-seven, I think, which is how Philip Rivers ended his career. So for the past like five years, six years, the Chargers have been dead even. Right. And since he came in the league, he leads the league in fourth quarter interceptions. Hmm. How about that? Maybe that's it. Maybe he's good first through third quarter. He's just awful in the fourth. I don't know. I just I can't get a grip on. You know what he is. Maybe he doesn't know what he is. Like, I, he's I, like the Bills' offense. Like we don't know who we are offensively. Maybe that's him. He doesn't know who he is. I don't know. I don't like. You could do so many things with Herbert. Like you know, you could be like, well, it's Staley. It's this and that. But it's like there was a couple throws that you just have to make. Like he's talented. Like he's. But our CEO of stats always said like he finds he always finds ways to lose games. He did it at Oregon too. Yeah. People don't. You know, if you don't remember that. It was but, funny yeah. watching him trying to, yeah, when he got tackled or when he was going down, like trying to hold that finger up so like he didn't hit the ground. <laughs> he was like the dude from uh, what Scary Movie Two? Take the yeah. strong hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, yeah, a lot of penalties. We had to pull out the old next gen stats flag chart again, where it was just a passing chart with like fifty flags all over the field. Unbelievable, but. Michael Gallup had like 10 targets in that game, and I think he only caught like three of them. So, but yeah, is Dallas, this a, I, Dallas got, I mean, I don't know how they didn't win by 20. It, hey, look, here's, here's LA, here's the Chargers defense. They're 25th in opponent in uh, points uh, per game allowed, they're 31st in yards per game allowed, they're 30th in yards per play allowed. They're, they're, um, what's the other one? Touchdowns allowed per game, three. That's 25th. That's a garbage defense. How did the Cowboys not blow them out? And Micah Parsons wonders why everybody keeps stunting on them. That game should have been compl- a complete blowout if your offense had any firepower whatsoever. Thoughts, Butch? Dude, no, you're wrong. Explain. The defense has been playing a lot better the past uh, uh, past two outings. They have double digits in fantasy points since this is a daily fantasy podcast. So the Chargers still put up points and was on the optimal lineup as the winner of, I don't know, $380,000 to like three people. So... I mean, the Chargers' defense is getting better, 
and they're showing it. Um, and the refs threw a lot of flags on plays that were questionable, and then they they kept them in the pocket on obvious holds. I mean, you you could see the the jersey pulling on their DBs on Gallup. I mean, hell, half, half the throws that Gallup was on, he was getting mauled. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he should have caught majority of those. I'm not going to take that away, but the defenders were pull, pulling on the jerseys. It was obvious. You could see it on the television. And, hey, you know, I think the, the refs were getting the calls wrong because they they weren't calling the right calls. You know, Herbert goes up the middle and gets and scrambling, and our uh, linebacker comes to hit him, and he quickly drops down, and we get a 15-yarder on that. I'm like, dude, he's in the process of tackling him. What else are you going to do? Like, pull a flag on him? Because it, Herbert could easily just kept on running. If you back off, I mean, th- those kind of calls are just infuriating to all fans throughout the NFL. I mean, you get it. All teams get that, and it's just like, dude, come on, enough. The guy's going to get hit. If he scrambles, he's fair game. You know? Tom Brady yeah. said something about that. Now that he can it, yeah. say that stuff without getting fined. I got it in the next segment of news. But it's, it's uh, yeah, and Pat, you know, the worst part about that stuff is, is quarterbacks are looking for it every time they get hit. They go down, they get up, and they get they do the – yeah. Yeah. That is annoying. Yeah, I mean, it's... Is Dak holding on to the ball too long to avoid throwing interceptions? (laughs) Did he see our counter? Did he see our ticker? Dude. Come on. Hey. (laughs) Hey. No picks. I I will... I will say this. He's got way less picks than Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hulu has live sports, has has seven picks this year. <laughs> Jalen Hurts didn't have but like six all, all season last year or something. But to, to bring it back to your point, Butch, the DraftKings, the contest I was in, guess who the optimal captain was? Chargers D. Dak. Yep. Yeah. Dak was the optimal captain. Somehow, and how did how did we not know? What what? How did we not figure this out? George Kittle killed the Cowboys. How did we not figure that he would be a featured person in this offense? Because he was in the optimal lineup too. He had ten points. Uh, dude, I, I figured it was a tight end. I just went with uh, Parham, so it that ended up being a bogey ham for us picking him. <laughs> And it was, of course, the Everett that mounted all over our faces and lineups. Yes. <laughs> Dude, him and Brandon, like, first it was Everett. I was like, all right, all right, my lineups are still cashing. Here we go. We're good. And then Cooks caught a touchdown, and all my all my balls dropped, every single one of them. Boop, <laughs> down to the end. Every I'm single one did. of them, dude. Finally. <laughs> Thought your voice sounded deeper. <laughs> but yeah, that was Josh Palmer 
had a whole bunch of things. Dude, it's just so frustrating sometimes. Like, it's so much fun to be playing DraftKings on like a showdown like that because every play matters, you know, even down to the last quarterback kneels. And then it's yeah. so frustrating because <laughs> some dude catches a touchdown that you didn't play in like the nights, like the lineups are dead. They're done. It's over. But it's hilarious because we're cussing up a storm in the group chat. So you really do not know what you have until the game ends. <laughs> There's now to me, NASCAR's the worst at that. You'll have 300 yeah. points, and then the last two laps, you have 80 points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude. They done wrecked themselves out. The attrition um, also, is it's crazy. I got to put a hand up. I was bragging at the end of the last show on Sunday. I sent a screenshot of how I was in the top 10 of the contest I was in. From that point, as soon as I sent that screenshot, I can't remember who caught it. Who caught Somebody caught Morris, a touchdown. Morris. Morris. Yes, more. Josh Allen throws a behind-the-back, no-looker missile, forty yards in between two DBs that should have never been thrown in the third string. Morris had a bum ankle. (laughs) (laughs) That play should have never, ever happened, ever. And what does it do? Like I'm up in the top ten. Like, hey, here we go, boys. Let's all rally. Five seconds later, boom. And then five more seconds later, there goes Saquon down the sideline. I'm like. Rule number one, don't screenshot. Don't yeah. do it. Don't do not yeah. screenshot. No. Because from that point, I was in I was in ninth or eighth. And immediately I went down to like 50th. It cost me a lot of money. Oh. Anyways. You went from the windows cost. to the walls, and then yep. and then there goes your balls. Sweaty <laughs> balls. Hey, it's Christmas time. Time to break out the sweaty balls. Sweat, um, the sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> but Butch, final thought as a Cowboys fan at four and two, where do you stand? Uh, right now, uh, in second place in the East. So, <laughs> Great could question. be tied for first. Could be tied for first be. because Philly plays. Could be Philly plays. The, the Dolphins. Okay. Let's get into, uh, let's get into the, uh, um, Thursday night game boys. Let's, let's talk some football here. Let's break this thing down. We got some NFL news there. The, the NFL, here's the news is thinking about penalizing the hip drop tackle. Hmm. And I don't know if you guys remember that, but we sent out a tweet on October 2nd. That said, that's that play has caused a lot of injuries. Mm. We should hashtag. We should hashtag hips don't lie on the ground. How about that? And then, what do you know? Three weeks later, NFL come on the show because you watch the show. Apparently, so the league heard the people. The league heard the people. I mean, Hmm. I'm just saying. Was it a coincidence? I don't think so. But I hate that tackle. But I mean, that that of course ensued a riot on Twitter, and everybody's yelling at us again. <laughs> Bring it on, folks! Listen to the show. We'll go toe to toe with you. Um, and then Derek Henry trade rumors, boys. 
Buffalo? Ooh. Yuck. He's too old, dude. He's 30. <laughs> every, what did you say before the season? Every every player that's up for trade is rumored to go to Buffalo, especially yeah. running backs. We actually hosted uh, Leonard Fournette. Oh, I saw that. Yes, dude. Playoff Lenny. All right. That's funny. So I don't know where he's gonna go. They should uh they should say he should get traded to Atlanta. Oh <laughs> gosh, yeah, because they, they need another back. Yeah. He <laughs> so can play can, quarterback. So he's can, got a lot of touchdown passes. They'll they'll put him at wide receiver. That's true. More than Ryder. Jesus, man. Dude, Ryder's been a good DFS player. Speaking of fantasy, dude, that guy's been torching everything. Dude, yeah. How about Julio Jones to the Eagles? I was like, what is he going to play? Yeah, but he could have had had 36 points. Jeez. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, Julio to the Eagles. Their whole offense is Alabama players, and their entire defense is Georgia players. For like what though? Like they don't need another receiver. I I don't get a, it. A thirty-five-year-old receiver at that. I don't get it. I I don't understand it. I don't get it at all. And then the Tom Brady quote, like Jay I mentioned. Um, let me say, what did Tom Brady say? I screen. Here we go. Tom Brady said, "There's so many people that want it less and less physical. It's more like flag football, which is going to be in the Olympics in 2028. Maybe football goes to flag football for a period of time." Football is a physical sport. There's a physical element to all this. You know, a 15-yard flag for something that, you know, 20 years ago maybe wouldn't have had a flag. That affects the game in a big way. Tom Brady can't be fined for saying this since he's no longer in the NFL. What do you guys think about that? I mean, it's facts. He had a good quote a couple of years ago, too. He was talking about how uh, quarterbacks have gotten a lot worse because of all these new rules. Because he's like, you know, when I first came in the league, you had to be aware of where, you know, Dawkins was, where Troy Palmaro was. Like, you couldn't lead your receiver on a slant because he was going to get his head taken off by Ray Lewis. Now, you can just throw it right there because if a guy gets hit, then it's a penalty. So it's like mm-hmm. quarterbacks don't have to be able to read defenses as well or, you know, be able to throw into as tight of coverages or, you know, all this stuff because of all the penalties that are being called on defenses. That Do you think that's why the RPO has taken off? Because, you know, when you run an RPO, typically it's either, you know, fake, work yeah. the mesh, pull the ball out, hit a slant route, right? Hit, mm-hmm. hit somebody coming across the middle or going up the seam or the flat route. Like, that's the whole RPO game. Problem with the RPO, though, is the amount of offensive linemen they're downfield. True. Yeah. I, I, that's, I mean, that's once true. a game, you get offensive linemen downfield, an eligible offensive lineman downfield. And like hey, you're like, what? How could he be downfield that, that far? And he's like five yards downfield back blocking a backer. <laughs> hey, things you can count on in football. Offensive <laughs> linemen downfield once a game. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's interesting. That that probably has changed why everybody's going, you know, the whole resurgence of Lamar Jackson. Anyways, uh, injuries for tomorrow. Big one. Big one. Big one. Is Trevor Lawrence going to play? He's got that left knee sprain. I heard somebody on one of the shows called a strain. Uh, sorry, pal. You can't strain your knee because there's no muscle in your actual knee joint. It's a sprain. <laughs> Let me dunk on you real quick. Uh, Wilds or whatever your name is. But what? Uh, who's their backup? C.J. Beathard. 
Mm-hmm. That that would change a lot of things Ooh, as far as DMS goes. Yeah. Nice. Yes. So, speaking of which, Thursday Night Football, <laughs> Primetime Man Down Hot Guys. We got a showdown, folks. We've got a showdown for week seven. Pretty good game, I will say. The Jags are four and two. The Saints are three and three, and the Saints are at home. Uh, it's going to kick off week seven. Uh, Saints favored by one. And I guess that has something to do with the Lawrence news and the over-unders at 39 and a half. That's weird for Jacksonville, but I'm assuming they think he's not going to play. You don't think Vegas knows. They know. <laughs> Saints have a good defense, too, though. Hey, they got a playmaker on offense, too. Got to find out. Derek Carr. F-A-F throw. Mm. Uh, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, all right. So we got showdown here, folks. If you're listening and you don't know what a showdown is, we pick six players. The captain uh, is worth uh, fantasy football scoring. It's PPR. It's worth one and a half times in your captain spot. So if a guy scores 10 points, he actually gets 15 points as your captain. Um, so who's the primetime man dime hot guys? J Vi. What? I didn't even read that. Mine is totally based on Trevor Lawrence playing. I had no idea that he was hurt. But if he plays, I'm going Brandon McManus, mm-hmm. the kicker for the Jaguars. Captain? Yeah. Thursday mm-hmm. night is weird. You're not running a whole bunch of new game plan stuff. You're running your basic stuff. Saints D is pretty stingy. They have a bend, don't break mentality. So I, I envision mm-hmm. the Jaguars moving the ball down the field and kicking field goals. Mm. So you're saying the Saints D is good. But hey, by the way, red zone efficiency has been down this year, and it's no more apparent than when these when these primetime games are on. Brandon McManus, that's well, yeah, that's nice. Are you worried about? Is he a dome kicker? You know, he's used to kicking an altitude. He should be better. No wind. No wind. What an upgrade for him, right? Going from Denver to Jack. Yeah. yeah. Both those specialists had a glow up, right? Secret weapon. Mm-hmm. So, all right. I'm going to go. I'm going. And you know who it is. You already know. I know. I looked at him, but I figured you would take him. So I'd oh, I, there's, I've been on this dude for a year. We've been primetime man dime hot guys riding this guy for a year. It's none other, ladies and gentlemen. Then Rashid Shahid, cue the Shaquille O'Neal gif, the sheed, sheed, seventy five hundred captain spot. Now here's here's where it gets dandy. Jacksonville gives up chunk plays, and who's better at chunk plays? You heard the audio from Derek Carr to Rashid Shahid. He said, "Shid, just go." So, the shid, the shid's going to hit the fan down in New Orleans. <laughs> He's going to catch at least one long bomb. <laughs> I'm, He'll have three catches for 85 yards and a tie. Yep. And that's what you need at a shid hitting the fan. Let's go. All right, Butch P. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go with my my LL 
Lincoln Lawrence. He's going to be, he's going to play if he plays the TJ or TL, Trevor Lawrence, Lincoln Lawyer, Lincoln Lawrence. This is the guy. He's going to lay down the law during the game right here for the tight Jags versus the no Saints. All right. No low. And, dude, no lie. Shout out, uh, I'm telling you, the Jags are just as stingy on defense. So, this might be a kicking fest. It might Mm. just be a kick fest. Hey, you know what shape Louisiana is? Boot. A boot. Yeah. That kicker's not good, though. No, he's not. I saw him miss a chip shot the other day. He's He's a rookie on it, dude. Did he the dude that got carted at the at the yeah. game or something? They they wouldn't let him in. Yeah, he's like five eight, hundred and twenty pounds. Sheesh. Couldn't even ride the rise at the state fair. Hey, that's a good point though. Louisiana shaped like a boot. That's uh that's subliminal right there. That's that's information you're not gonna get anywhere else. Um uh Jay uh tell us about Texas. I forgot to uh So Texas a D guy. So you know he was picking one of the D's. So I don't know if he flipped a coin. But also, I will say this, and I think I know why he picked this D. Tex is a closet Jacksonville Jaguars fan. He always has been. Tex. Jags have always been his secondary team. So he's going hard on Jags D, 5,700 in the captain spot. I don't know if he'll play the Saints D too, but Tex is going with his team. Teal and black. Dude, so you can't. So, so he's Jackson the D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't tell me Texas not going to have a lineup with both kickers and both defenses, and who knows what else in there. Tight ends. He's he's up. He's up. He's, he'll he'll yeah, put Taysom. No, it'll be both D's, both kickers, <laughs> Taysom Hill, and then somebody random person. ETA like something. $27,000 left over. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So last and week, tell us, you- and he'll tell us all the way through up into the fourth quarter how he's kicking our ass because <laughs> the defense still have 10 points. Dude, and then the game I loved the last away. game where he had the, uh, he had the Chargers kicker. I gave him Dicker. hell for that because, yeah. Dicker? Yeah, Dicker. Yeah, there you Dicker. go. You got Dicker. The kicker. Dick. Dicker. <laughs> dude, Shut I'm like, dude, why did root for the opposing team's kicker after he's <laughs> just made an extra point? And, dude, it was so fitting that Aubrey kicks a field goal there at the end of the game, and I had him. I was like, see, man? He's Aubrey. good, dude. Aubrey's been good. Aubrey's uh, solid right now. <laughs> We've had our struggles with kickers. Came but over anyway, from the USFL. Back, back, yeah, back over to Thursday night. Though. Yes. Dylon gave you the Saints D. Houdat Nation at home primetime. T-Law's sprain knee. Nice job, Dylon. Way to use the right terminology. Won't escape. So we've got ourselves... You know, it's a showdown when our primetime man-dime hot guys include both defenses and a kicker. 
We we're learning, ball. boys. We're learning. We do know ball. There's no doubt about it. Um, okay. What was I going to go with that? But yeah, last week we gave you Judy Rice, Kansas City defense, and Sutton. So we did a hey, one for four there. That's almost Hall of Fame numbers, guys. What do you think? I mean, obviously people are going to play Kamara, and they're going to play ETN, and they're going to play, you know, there's a lot of playmakers on the Jacksonville side. I think that I think, you really are not going to know what to do until like, you find out if Lawrence is playing. True. I mean, but you that, will know what that, to do. That changes the game significantly, if he playing or not. Well, everybody's going to be playing uh, ETN if Lawrence does not play. You can go ahead and pencil that in. coverage on both sides of the defense? What do you mean? They play manners on? I mean, what do they uh, what do they run? What Saints did they run a lot of man or zone or is it? Oh, they're based kind of both. I don't know. I don't know. We could probably look it up though. Look that up while you're. I'm not sure exactly what they do. I mean, you've got that's. I know why you're I asking. Tried, that, I've though. already tried. It gives it gives me a bunch of baloney stuff from. I hey. know why you're asking that exactly. <laughs> Dude, it. Pay for the Millie Goats Plus subscription if you want to know why we're asking that. <laughs> not, it's not going to be OA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, uh, I know exactly why you're asking that. So stay tuned for more, folks. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously the Jags have playmakers everywhere. Any one of them can go off. It's going to be, I mean, the Saints do too if Carr can get in the ball. But I don't know. I don't know who wins this game. Like you said, it's going to be dependent on Lawrence. Anyways, there's your primetime man down podcast. He threw it 50 times last time. Carr threw Carr. it 50 times their last game out. 50. Yeah. They don't yeah. run it. Kamara doesn't run the ball. He just catches no. balls out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Especially with 16 receptions for 10 yards. Williams hurt. Yes. He's on IR. All right, moving into All right. Don't hand me no lines. Here's your here's your matchups for Sunday, the main slate. Ugly yet again. I feel like this is like two or three weeks in a row. We don't have anything over 50. You can go ahead and look in your bottom right screen there at the LA Chargers and the Kansas City Chiefs and pretty much guarantee everybody stacking stacking that more than IHOP uh, all you can eat pancakes. I don't so, know why though. Both of those teams, Chiefs haven't been great on offense. Yeah. I mean, that's the highest overrunner, but like, why? I mean, we just saw, we just, we just saw Los Angeles or, uh, Chargers at home put up 17 against a good defense and the Chiefs have a good defense. So I don't know. Hey, star power, dude. That's all big name quarterbacks. Anyways, yeah, nothing but the really... Chiefs only scored 19 points against Denver. Who I know. Is God off is saying. awful. Chiefs haven't been so. Great yeah, I mean, I mean, Not I can see it dude. being <laughs> good point. I'd take the under on that. The Chargers and Chiefs. Chargers have been playing good ball on the defensive end. They started off slow, but. You know, trying hey, to build Dak up. I, like, I was getting ready to say, look at him trying to build a quality win uh-huh. in the middle of the show for the Cowboys. 
Chargers are trash. I mean, nobody knows what Justin Herbert you is. You see it in Seattle. You see it in Cincinnati. They start off a little bit slow, and then as the season goes on, they they get better. Not the Chargers. They always stay around five hundred and then lose miserably, either in the playoffs or to get into the playoffs. Boy, sure. Chargers, I mean, I'm not. Chargers I'm not going to change their outcome. It's not going to change. Ever their since outcome. they got rid of Boltman, dude, he's, they're cursed. Yeah. San Diego Super Chargers. Go Chargers, go. Anything stick it? Well, I guess we have our next slide for that then, don't we? But uh, Detroit and Baltimore is interesting. Big game for the commanders there. Buffalo, Buffalo trap game. This trap game? No. This trap game. No. Not a trap game. Yeah. It's not a trap game because <laughs> the Patriots are a rival. Okay, so it's a rivalry game. We want to do to the Patriots what they did for to us for twenty years. Mm, that's okay. <laughs> twenty years. <laughs> twenty years of. You got a go, buddy. We, we won like three times in twenty years, so it's payback now. It's personal. Oh, personal? No, no. Ooh. Okay, so it's not rivalry game. It's a personal game. Personal. Mm. They made it personal. We're gonna put up a poll. That's what we're gonna do. Is this a rivalry game? A trap game or a personal game for the Bills against the Patriots. Mm, personal. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, Raiders and Bears, that's going to be disgusting, to say the least. Browns and Colts, also going to be terrible. Cardinals, Seahawks, we'll see. Steelers and Rams, I don't know. That's that's interesting. And then Packers and Broncos. Look at this slate, dude. This is horrendous. I know. I mean, this is bad. Were you? I mean, okay. It was hard so, to pick a game. Let's go to our games. I was oh, going to say. I was. I was getting ready to ask. What games do you like? Oh, hey, yeah. we have a slide for that. Okay. <laughs> would you? Would you looky there, boys? The shit hit the fan. Uh, Javi, do it. So like I was saying, I was having a hard time deciding which um, game I wanted to do, but to go off of what I said last week about the Detroit Lions and considering I played the Lions all of last year, the most team, the most players and team I played last year in fantasy. Thanks. Lions are fun. So the game that I like is the Lions versus the Ravens in Baltimore. Everybody's still, you know, Lamar Jackson's great, but uh, about to find out because the Lions got a legit defense this year. Mm-hmm. The Lions are going to go in. They're gonna throw what they're gonna throw it all over the field. They got weapons all over the field. They got a stingy D. We're gonna see if Lamar's really improved. But it could be a shootout. If Lamar plays and runs around and you know, finds Andrews and mm-hmm. say flowers, it could become a shootout. But it also could become a mollywop. I'm surprised that the over under is only forty two on this. That's interesting. Here's could be a Molly Wap too. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you talking about the song Molly Wap? <laughs> um, no, either. I, I don't know. Detroit is not very good against the pass. And oh, Baltimore just throw had, it. I know. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be on Lamar pretty much. Um, because Detroit's run defense is really, really really good and then yeah baltimore and they just got, went on the road and did that to tampa bay who also 
is pretty good passing. Yeah, they got a stingy defense. Yeah. They got stingy so I, run defense. So yeah, I mean, here's here's my problem with the Lions. I started to buy into them last week, and they let me down. Everybody now, because the Niners and the Eagles lost, are starting to throw the Lions up there as a top team in the NFC. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Yeah. I will say I mean, I that they they a, last year. I think they have a favorable schedule. Their division is terrible. I mean, I think, they could, I think they could easily get a home game in the playoffs. Is it going to be too much for them? Maybe because golf's terrible, but no, 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 no. Golf is leading that team. They're down David Montgomery, their best, their best player. They get a Gibbs breakout game. Hey, in in uh, in Baltimore, where's he from? Mm. He went to Bama. Well, he went to Georgia Tech first, I think, didn't he? I have no idea. Anyways, that's a good game. That's it. That's a good pick. Which P? Dude, I'm going with that New England-Buffalo game. With mm. Buffalo, this is the new Bilicek era. Okay. Shout out Old Stadium Buffalo. Old Stadium Buffalo. The Bills are going to mollywop the Patriots. Because their offense is everybody's best friend. They turn the ball over. You get your offense into play, score in position, and punch it in. So for New England fans, it's hockey season for you guys. And yep. go on to your Boston Bruins. Coke artists, Bruins, cowards. And with the NBA, the Celtics should be pretty hot. So you're going to have two teams that you could actually root for there. Football's done for you guys. I'm sorry. It might be done for the foreseeable future. So, in your faces. Is Belichick on the hot seat? And that's personal. And that's personal right there. I don't know. I don't know if he's on the hot seat. Can Belichick be on the hot seat? (sighs) Who's told Uh, me that they didn't like each other? Kraft and uh, Belichick. Somebody told me they didn't like each other. I don't know. Is the hot seat just like one of those quick uh, macaroni and cheese bowls you make that's scalding hot when you pull it out? It's like a should we, the pizza bite. That's what we should do is make a shirt that has Belichick sitting on one of those cups and be like, this is the hot seat. It's mac and cheese that just pulled out of the microwave. It's a hot pocket. <laughs> With that mac and cheese in it. <laughs> Give it a little <laughs> mac and cheese. <laughs> Which which goes right into Texas's game that he likes. Yes. Denver yes. versus Green Bay. Yes, dude. Over under 44 and a half. Green Bay favored by one on the road. That's a slap in the face to Russ, but who cares? Russ is cheesy, and Green Bay is all about cheese. This is the Cheez-It Bowl. This is the Cheez-It Bowl. I, 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 almost look, I looked at this game, too. I kind of like it. It's, yes. I think it's I think it's playable. I think it's doable. What you're gonna want to do is get a mac and cheese single serve cup. <laughs> it's like that Atlanta game last week. It's like just two bad teams that could the put offense up is a, yeah. Is Aaron Jones playing? That's the question. You know, 
the the thing about those games too, they can easily go either way because you looked out like you're saying that Atlanta game and Washington game. It's like Ritter ended up being on the Millie lineup with 22 mm-hmm. points. Yep. And he I, he threw like three interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> Still mean, threw for like 300. He, yeah, he th- threw for over 300. Could easily, easily cleared 30 points. <laughs> if Jones and plays, Ritter, that's a juicy matchup. Who's that? Daniel Jones? <laughs> okay, the the winner of the the winner of this game, the cheesy bowl, has to dump a, a Gatorade cooler full of Velveeta cheese all over their coach. How about that? I'm gonna go with Arizona and Seattle. I know Arizona's one and five. Over under is forty five and a half. Seattle favored by seven. Seattle is three and one in their last four against Arizona. Each game though has been within ten points, and some of them closer than that. So they play each other close. Here's the stat. Seattle is the best, has the most red zone opportunities. Arizona has given up the most red zone opportunities. How about that? How about that for a little deep dive? Seattle was like 0 for 3 at the end of the game last last week. Yeah. (laughs) Balls flying everywhere. I mean, (laughs) look like the golden snitch out there, just footballs everywhere. People are starting to write Geno off, though. They're trying to write him off. You know what happens when you do that? Drew Locke time? I don't know who that is, but Drew Locke might play. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Once a show. Hey, something in football you can count on. Me getting a name for yeah, up. <laughs> All right. So there's your games. We'll put that up. Here's our guys. Here's the guys. I'm going to run right into it. Geno, 6K. Gino doesn't want to get chewed out and gum spit all over him by Pete Carroll. So he is going to have a bounce back game and absolutely torch the Arizona Cardinals in their horrific red zone, which is ironic because their stadium in a section is the red zone. That's a shot at the fans. How dare you? How dare me for bringing that up? And then Sam Howell, old Eric B enemy up there playing the old New York football giants. We saw Josh Allen struggle. But I believe in Sam Howell this week because New York Giants can't stop it downfield and the and the commanders have a way more elite receiving core than the Buffalo Bills. Plug them in. Plug them in. All right, Javi, stay stay hot, kid. Stay hot. Right. Speaking of the Bills, <clears throat> your mom just texted me. Mama K just texted me and said it's personal. So that's two votes for it's personal. We're about to find out tomorrow when I put this thing up. <laughs> But hey, <laughs> going back to Ritter, his main guy, Drake London, has caught fire. Johnny Smith. He's gonna he's gonna get single coverage, Drake Drake uh London will, because of the use of Pitts and Janu. So I'm looking at him at fifty one hundred. Mm, I like it. My next one is a guy that I keep going back to a little bit because he's a clear wide receiver number one. He's not their number one target. We all know Kelsey's number one target. But I don't know where Envy ass has been. I don't know where Tony's been. Yeah, Sky Moore can't catch a cold butt naked in the ocean. I don't know where these guys have been. Rasheed Rice 
4,700. Look at him. Chargers D is terrible. I'm telling you. And they just signed Cowboys threw all over him. Hey, last but not least. Traded for McColl Harmon back. He's back. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Yep. Going to take him a little bit to get, get in. But hey, yeah, it's so, gonna take a while to figure out how to run a jet stu- a jet sweep and then drop six balls during the game. But, <laughs> my my can't my can't quit. Not gonna put him that low play of the week for me. Curtis Samuel. He's let's got, go, like, dude. He's he's averaging. Wait, I wrote it down. I think he's averaging sixteen points a game in his last three games. He's a red zone Ooh. target. 44,000. Come on. Got to play him. 16 Put points him in, in there, the last baby. three games. Hey, Stay Uncle high. Kurt. How, Samuel? Come on. Let's hey, go. look at I didn't even look at that before I put mine in there. How about that? We're in, we're in lockstep. We're, we're cooking here. All right, Texas defenses. Cleveland, 3,300, which was weird. They're priced way down there. I forget who they're who are they playing. The Colts. They're playing the Colts and Gardner Minshew. They just bully the best team in football. Those are Texas words, not mine. I didn't write those at all. And then Baltimore, twenty five hundred, playing the Lions because Javi does not believe in Jared Goff. So it's a slam dunk. Look at him placing blame in case something goes bad. <laughs> Setting himself you know, Nick, up. He covers his bases. That's what he does. <laughs> completely not get called out. All right, Setting himself team. up to not be his fault. <laughs> Miami's defense, five points. That's a good play. No, dude. What? <laughs> no. They had ice cubes. <laughs> All right, Butch. So I'm going to go with uh, Pacheco against the Chargers. I like the explosiveness. He runs similar. Him and Tony Pollard are about as identical as running backs as you can have in the football NFL league. So I'm, I'm, I'm not seeing Tony Pollard do one high knee. <laughs> in the, right, dude. <laughs> dude, their style of run, running. looks like he's running across hot coals down the whole field. <laughs> hey. Everybody knows the football. Pacheco is going to be your guy. Dylon chiming in with the tight ends, always doing his own thing with his uh, the way that he puts it in the chart. Scumbag. Mark Andrews, fifty seven hundred. Lamar is going to have to throw it to uh, to compete with the Detroit weapons. That means Dylon's favoring the old Lions there. Wow, wow, traitor as a Vikings fan. Wait, I guess I did the same thing with Seattle. Wow. So so him and him and Tex will be going at it again. Oh yes. Yes, yes, yes. Then he said Luke Musgrave at thirty three hundred, who everybody's been playing for the last six weeks, playing Denver, who's the worst in the NFL against tight ends, will get his first tutty of the year. And then his wild card pick, I do not support this. We do not condone this type of uh tomfoolery on this podcast. Logan Thomas at thirty five hundred cheap comeback game against the Giants. Absolutely not. This dude is a fraud. He's fraudulent. We've been bamboozled. We've been run amok. We've been hoodwinked. We've been we've been led astray by Logan Thomas. 
not doing it. Mm. Ain't happening. But with that being said, that's probably a good play. Logan Thomas right. is a scumbag. Agreed. Oh, there we go. That's nice, dude. All right, we figured it out, so I won't get cut off. You see that? You see that little mm-hmm. transition? Mm-hmm. Folks, we just figured out how to put the screen up and down without me getting booted across the country. Um, okay. Miami and Philadelphia on Sunday night. Uh, Philly right now is favored by two, and the over-under is 52. By all accounts, and with all due respect, this should be a barn burner. But guess what? It's probably not going to be. So we'll see. Hope it is. I'd love to have a showdown that like the top score got over like 110 points. That'd be nice. Any first leaning reactions to this? The Sunday night game. Dude, Jalen Hulu has live sports. Can he can he redeem himself? I think it's gonna start out like the Bills game. Where it's just gonna be, you know, the first five, six possessions gonna be points and then they're going to kind of settle in. Philly has a good D. They have a good run D, and that's what they're going to make to a throw the ball. Yeah. No. And the Eagles, I don't know. And they're going to make they're going to make Jalen Hurts throw the ball. <laughs> so I don't know. All right. How dare you? Do we have that little? Do we have that? Art that theme music? We got college football and uh, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you? How dare me? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you, sir? You're gross. How dare you? Ooh, how dare you? But first, we got to talk some college football. The segment's brought to you by Really Need Outfitters. Promo code GOAT. Spend $60, get free shipping, 10% off your order at checkout. At Really Need Outfitters, our passions, our family. Saltier and Smiles, Coast Flair, Carolina Roots make our designs as original as the very s- salacious big third down hat. So, here we go, boys. The reveal, the grand reveal, our newly remodeled college football playoff model. Very contentious, very heavy in the group chat about what the committee decided to do here. But this is the final verdict. Here it is, everyone. Boom. There it is. We're way ahead of the game here. We finally got the Pac-12 back in there. Javi, initial thoughts on this playoff model. I love it. I mean, I think all these teams have earned their right to be in there. Little iffy on um, Georgia, just with the loss of Brock Bowers. So it'll be interesting to see how they replace him. But, you know, I love it. I mean, Liberty's seven and zero. They're rolling. Air Force had got that grit. They got a good game this week against Navy. Mm. Oklahoma acts. I mean, they just put it on Texas. Like it was never a doubt they were going to win that game. Embarrassed them really. And I mean, Washington. Really well, <laughs> well, I don't know if I should say this. Washington with that big Phoenix energy. <laughs> quote Desmond Howard. I mean, hey, look at them. Yeah. Go, uh, go dogs. We got a lot of dogs up there. (laughs) (laughs) 
my so a funny story. My daughter, I'm I'm teaching her the cheers. So I got her going, app state, app state, and I was you know I got her to say go Bills, and I was trying to teach her Georgia's cheer because my wife went to Georgia. So I'm like, you know, go dogs, sick them, who 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 who. Well, she's getting them mixed up, so she says, "Go Bills, sick them." Who, who, who? So, got a little confusion there, but we're working on it. Hey, started me on, started me on. But they've been through a table yet? No, not yet. Why won't mm. let me put them through a table yet? Got to. We got to get like a breakaway table, like the one we made for you. Yeah, when we were in Buffalo. Um. Yeah, I think. I think we got it right. Most people are probably sitting there wondering, "Hey, where's uh, where's Michigan?" Ooh, guess they what? They played nobody. They ain't played nobody. They played and two teams is... with a winning record. Two, two teams, two. You're not making the top six plus playing game with that kind of. Sh- they don't play. They don't play a team with a winning record for three more weeks. Oh my gosh, dude. That's you're not. They're not cracking it until. Until they get the probably Ohio State, right? Penn State is uh, they play Penn State in three weeks. Okay, maybe we'll put them on. But the that's like I, I don't know. I think. Look, I'm not going to call myself an SEC homer. I think the SEC is the best conference. But okay. you don't flag, ever preface the statement with with <laughs> I'm not an SEC homer. But the flack ahead. that SEC gets for not playing anybody, the Big Ten should get the same flack, but they don't. James Franklin said, we got teams doing this, so why don't we follow suit? They're doing what the SEC is doing, and you can't blame them. Yeah, I know, but nobody's nobody's calling them out for it. They're just ranking them all in the top ten. They're following the SEC. The SEC did it. They're Now they're beating them at their own game, and they don't like it. I'm just saying. I'm just, hey, the SEC started Colin this whole May. mess. Calling how I see it. And I'm calling it how, you're calling it how you SEC it. I'm calling spade a spade. No, you're you're mad because everybody's doing what the SEC is doing now, and now the SEC isn't the best conference. Hey, copycat league, dude. That's the NFL. Anyways, uh, I like this model. I like I like where it's at. I love Liberty and old Chadwell up there has got them rolling. They had a dog fight last night. I'll tell you that we I was we couldn't put this out until they until they won that game. You got you got to win some dirty ones. Hey, you got you got to be a dirty dog sometimes. But yeah, they're first in the they're first in the conference USA. Um, UNC, they they've got uh, who do they play this week? I forget. Maybe they're off. I don't know. Um, anyways, so yeah, Air Force at one. I don't want to hear any slack about that. The committee the committee made the decision. I think everything's good where it's at. Butch P, do you have any thoughts? Okay. Move into the games we like. Okay. We're going to move into the games we like per Butch P. Here's the college football week eight ironclad lock games that will deliver, meaning we're not saying bet on these games. We're saying if you love football, watch these games because they're going to be electric. Uh, Four ranked matchups this week. Good time slots, too. We got Penn State, Ohio State at noon. And then we've got one at 3.30, which is Alabama and Tennessee. And then we've got Duke and FSU at night. And what's the other one? There's another rank. Uh, Utah and USC. 
So 11 undefeateds remain, mm-hmm. eight power fives and three group of fives. Uh, Javi, give us your, uh, give us your don't sleep on them. Hey, I went a little, little off brand here with my don't sleep on a game just due to being up late Friday or Saturday night last week and seeing a matchup that I was like, Ooh, that's intriguing. And I watched that game. My don't sleep on them game this week, Montana state, Sacramento state, mm. little F- FCS action, two teams in the top five went deep in the playoffs last year. Some good ball down there. I love a, that's I, I was watching Idaho and Montana the other night. Yeah, late that's night. What, that's that what made a, me. That's what made me go go down this rabbit hole, dude. I love that. I got you know, Sac Sac State can can put them up, pick them up, put them down now. Yeah, Montana Montana State's only loss this year is to South Dakota State, who's number one in the nation, and Sacramento State's only loss is to Idaho, who's number three in the nation. Was number three. They lost to Montana. Wow, was number three. <laughs> All right, mine I, is JMU. Finish the game. <laughs> <laughs> mine is JMU at Marshall. Don't sleep on them now. JMU's getting all the hype, getting pumped up. They're putting in bids to get their playoff uh, uh, ban re- revoked or lifted. This and that, and they're over here trying to fight the good fight. Meanwhile, Marshall, good team, might put it on them, boys. They just might put it on them. So don't sleep on Marshall, James. Actually, do sleep on Marshall, James. You hate your guts with uh, respectfully. Texas, don't sleep on them, game. Clemson and Miami. Clemson's in the bottom of the ACC, fellas. Bottom of the ACC. This is this is gut They're check. Trying guys. to run Dabo out. Bring your own guts. This is what it's about right here. Dabo, Dabo, said, Dabo came out this week and said the bandwagon's a little bit full. We might need to lose a few more to get some of these fans off the bandwagon oh edge is he talking about you finally getting season tickets and now clemson's tanking oh wow edge is there a correlation Mm. uh okay uh game with that dog in it texas at houston hey trap game calling it right now that was that's this that this game right here was the reason why i wanted to do a trap game of the week segment yes Houston just had a a great comeback win last week. They got the momentum. Texas is lost. They don't know what they're doing. Yep. Yep. They're reeling. The last time they set foot on a field, they lost. They haven't won a game in like three weeks. So Texas is going to be cold. Uh, J-Vi, what's yours? My game that's got that dog in it is Colorado State at UNLV. A lot of people don't know this, but UNLV is five and one. Second in the Mountain West. Second in the Mountain West. Colorado State, they got, they like to hit you. I mean, they went into Colorado and took them to double overtime. Yep. Back when Colorado still had some swagger about them. Mm -hmm. I'm just, this game's got a little, little fight in it. Who's UNLV second to in the Mountain West? I have no idea. I mean, that's when things were personal oh, in Colorado. Yeah. Things were personal, yeah. Selling T-shirts at halftime. Uh, Texas is, he, you heard him say it the other day, he was like, ooh, good week of college football, Michigan at Michigan State. 
Yeah. I guess he forgot that Michigan State's completing shambles, but this is what he's putting down there. Playoff hey, model jump. Little little brother, big brother game. Hey, we all saw what happened whenever the punter dropped the snap the other week or the other year, a couple years ago. Don't let it happen again. Air Force, Navy is my playoff model jump. It's hard to root against either of these teams. Yes. <laughs> but we need Air Force to win. So just everybody be safe out there. How about that? What about you? Javi. So I'm going Tennessee at Alabama. Now let me tell you why. You just said you weren't an SEC homer and this is your, I see what you're doing. No, let me tell you why. Okay. So both these teams have one loss already. So another loss by either one of these teams knocks them completely out. I think the only hope that the SEC has of getting a team in the actual real playoff is Alabama, and they have to win out. Mm. With Georgia losing Brock Bauer, I don't know how they replace him. Young tight, young uh, young quarterback's best friend is what? A tight end. Especially the Heisman candidate tight end. This, this might be the first year since the playoffs started that the SEC doesn't get a team in the playoffs. Oh, that would... I would... Randy Marsh meme at the computer. <laughs> oh, the guy that's for the expansion now, dude. AK would would be get him out of here. Get a related. taste, oh, dude. Get a oh, taste yeah, of your own medicine. Yeah. So this, I think this game has a lot of playoff implications on it. I'm gonna find SEC message boards and just start planting seeds all over the place. Y'all might not because if Tennessee it. beats Alabama for the first time in Alabama and. God knows how many years knocks Alabama out because they'll have two losses. I don't think Tennessee beats Georgia just because Tennessee will, they didn't beat Florida. So why would they beat Georgia? True. And I think Georgia probably loses in the SEC championship game. Mm. To a two, to, I, I say to Tennessee two does beat Georgia. They're playing in this year. Yeah. This, this game right here, Tennessee could make a run for it. And this this is equally as much as a run as Alabama can make for it. One of these two one of these two teams right here will probably make a run for the playoffs and they'll get in with one loss. This is the make a run game. Dude. I'll say I didn't tell you so. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I like that though. I like that whole I like that whole monologue. That was phenomenal. Texas is Duke at FSU. Big game for the for the Dukies. I'm so upset that Duke blew it against Notre Dame. Could you oh, imagine Duke gosh. undefeated, Florida State undefeated? Oh. Son of a mother. Wow. I think you their quarterback's still hurt too, though. Yeah, he's going to be out for a little while. He had a high ankle sprain. Um, he had a high ankle sprain. Dude, the Duke defense is for real, yeah, though. They hit. So. You know, I hopefully it's a good game, and I, I, I don't know. Well, I don't know who I want to win this game. All right, Bush P, give us all your games at once. All right, you see it now. The don't sleep on them. Penn State at Ohio State. Please don't sleep on this game. 
because it's going to lead you into that game that's got that dog in it, which has no dog at all but a lion. The Nittany Lion. Nitty gritty going down all the way down to the Buckeye State where they're going to go into the horseshoe, get bucked, and then nutted on because that (laughs) is all over you. Nitty Lion's. You ain't played nobody. You're overranked, and I'm not even a Buckeye. But for the playoff model jump, we have that play-in game as Mm. Penn State and Ohio State. And even though I'm not a fan of either team, (laughs) I think Ohio State is going to beat you by at least 14 points at home. And make that jump. Take the over of the four and a half. Put your money on the Buckeyes because I'm looking at Penn State's record. It looks like they have some stellar defensive play, only allowing 72 yards rushing. But but I'm also looking at you played UMass, who might be the worst collegiate team in football. Northwestern, Illinois, Delaware. UMass was in our model at one point. Week one. And someone. <laughs> and yes, UMass. Good golly. Hey, but, dude, I'm telling you, Ohio State, after playing Notre Dame, Notre Dame's a solid football team. I wish they'd have won that game and Duke would have beat Notre Dame. That would have been incredible. Mm-hmm. But that's not how the cookie crumbles in college football. We are where we are right now. Ohio State is undefeated. They have played Notre Dame. Notre Dame put knocked the wheels off of USC last week. Good yeah. golly, I called it too. On the show, I told her that Notre Dame would wax USC. They, they had trouble with Arizona the week before. When they're like, yep. come on, Arizona. And Arizona State not, before dude, that. Yeah, come on, dude. They don't play defense. Get Colorado out of here. Colorado before that. Right. Yeah. I just came I mean, up with a shirt God. idea for Penn State. Hey, show me your show me your nitnies. <laughs> oh. And and for Ohio State, show me your nuts. <laughs> Isn't this game at noon? Yes, it is. It's, it's kicking it off. Noon game. Big, all big right. And noon. for all the people that don't know, a buckeye is a nut. <laughs> All right, get your mind out together. What were you gonna say, Jayvi? No, I just about the noon. I okay. I'm not a fan of noon games. No, I don't like it. It's too. I'm not. I'm not settled in at that point. I guess the only thing good about the noon games is usually that's when my kids are asleep. Mm, good point. But what, what about that September? What third noon game? 2007. Hey. September 1st. September 1st. Whoops. How dare you? How dare you into oblivion here in the next segment? All right. Speaking of how dare yous, let's get them. Let's get them. Here we go. We got a picture on the screen of Caleb Williams, that chick from the Chargers game, Travis Kelsey bobblehead, Michigan, and the James Harden O-face. Jayvi, go ahead. My how dare you goes out to the NFL for hiring. They put out 
um, with job posting and they hired a super fan and they showed them 10 times during the Monday night football game. It was this young Asian lady hired by the NFL to be a super fan. Photos started coming out of her as also being a Vikings fan. So I, I don't understand. There's plenty of people out there that are legit super fans. I mean, I'm sure there's some guy that dresses up like a bolt at the Chargers games. Show him on TV. <laughs> don't hire people and put them on TV. You could tell first time they put her on TV how fake it was. She was saying, go get him, get him, get him. And jo- uh, Herbert had the ball. They were on offense. <laughs> Ike, Dude, what, did they really put out a, or did you just make that up, a job posting? How dare you, NFL? Now, I did find the backstory on that Vikings fan thing. Her son's football team is the Vikings. Like Texas' son, my, my nephew, my godson is the 49ers. So that jersey was supposed to be for her son's team. That that got debunked. But isn't it odd that she had a completely beautiful webcam and a setup and everything immediately following the morning after the game? It's a little weird, right? I'm just saying. How dare you? My how dare you is to Caleb Williams. Did you guys see this? He won't stop. First, he's saying he gets to pick where he wants to go. And then the next thing he wants to do is he wants ownership of the team that he that drafts him. What? I mean, this dude is already making that much demand. How do you think that's going to sit in the locker room when he comes in? It's going to be a Russell Will. I mean, next he's going to want his own office. He's going to want his own uh, security staff. Like, how dare you, Caleb Williams? Has he ever heard of the collecting bargaining agreement? And a rookie contract? Not happening, bud. Dude, how dare you for already demanding? Like, I thought I hated Eli Manning. I've come to like Eli Manning for his shenanigans on draft day when he got drafted by the Chargers and went up there and half smiled. So, (laughs) this guy is moving up my list of people I dislike. So, how dare you, Caleb Williams, for coming in demanding after you just threw three interceptions and things are going south that you come in there and start demanding stuff like this? All right. Uh, Butch P. Dude, I'm I'm going out with uh James Harden, man. I just he just how gets, dare you say it. It's a how dare you James Harden. And I'm not I didn't look into all of it. It just gets annoying because he does this with every team he goes to, and he's he's fed up with Philadelphia. And calls out the owner, calls out the owner, says he's not playing and then shows up that and just hangs around practice and doesn't do anything. He's (laughs) nursing something. I think he said he like was nursing something. I was like, dude, come on. Like, just go out there and play ball like you know how to. He's very talented. We all know that. It's just like all this other shenanigans, man. It just takes away and brings that negative vibe that the Sixers really don't need because, you know, you're trying to compete. You have a team that's capable of Processed. winning. And you, yeah. But anyway, James Harden, big, just get on the big, court, man. Big strip club guy. 
says, Dylan said, Kelsey is a stage five clinger. This is his how dare you for Travis Kelsey. Thinks he can do a better job than professional security team. I don't know what the context of that is, but how dare you, Kelsey? So, Oh, I think right. it, uh, there, there was a clip of him telling the security guard to move out of the way. He was going to open the door for <laughs> T-Swift. So he basically shoves them out of the way, pushing them to the curb, and then was opening the door. But dude, have you not seen Kelsey? He got he got chest bumped by that dude in the commercial and broke his sternum. Mm-hmm. He's soft. All right. <laughs> other relevant sports news. Javi. Hey, that big win Notre Dame had last week. Marcus Freeman now has as many top 10 wins at Notre Dame Stadium as Brian Kelly had in 12 years. Woo! Two. Sabermetrics. Two. Run the Dame ball, the Notre Dame ball. Brian Kelly could not win a big game at home. (laughs) Dude, I didn't know that. I I put it, uh, the other one I had was Connor McDavid scored a goal that was a Connor McDavid goal. When does he not? That's like he's skating across the blue line. Things you can count on in hockey. (laughs) Connor McDavid scoring a certain. He he's skating across the blue line, gaining the zone. The puck gets knocked off his stick, and he gets tripped up. And he does like a three sixty pirouette around the defender, guides the puck off the boards, and it hits off the boards. Caroms back toward the slot, and he picks up the puck and goes and dekes the goalie out of his jocks. It was, it was unbelievable. And then the last thing was the Phillies are an absolute home run poop pumping wagon. They are murdering the Diamondbacks right now. So, all right. I think that's everything, right, Phyllis? Yeah. Hey, NFL Week 7 starts tomorrow. You have all the information you need from us. Not advice, but information. Inner Squad Dad Kings Jamboree, Butch P, and J. Vi tied at the top. You see it at the ticker. Dylan in second or third, but right now we're saying he's in third because he's in third on this list. Texas in fourth, or I with four, and I am in last with three. But I'm coming. I had to read Wait a my strategy. Javi is in second. No, nah, dude, I have eight. No, you don't. You have one. That's nope. the uh, I have eight. Yes, total. No, you have you have seven, and the one is the Ryder eight. Cup. I have eight total, dude. <laughs> eight total. The standings oh, for the season. <laughs> hey, the come on, dude. For the NFL season. Are you ta- what are you, the NCAA taking away people's wins? Right. Is that what you get? <laughs> I just oh, realized that. Gosh. Like, yeah, the- <laughs> hey. check out our models if you want facts. <laughs> oh, hey, recommend our show to a friend, a family's friend, a friend of the family, whatever. Uh but- Follow us on YouTube, the Millie Goats, Rumble, the Millie Goats, uh, Twitter at Millie Goats, Instagram at the Millie Goats, website and blog, the Millie Goats, GoDaddySites.com, apparel at RAEO, really need outfitters, www.raeo.live. Subscribe to the show, rate, leave a review. We would do the same for you. Here we go. <laughs> Bush is showing the standings on the. T- Oh, we'll see you Sunday night after football. Go Niners. Go Bills. <laughs>